The following is a presentation of Southern Union State Community College Athletics. Exclusive broadcast rights have been granted to the iSchoolSportsNetwork.com by Southern Union Bison Athletics. Any rebroadcast, retransmission, or other use of this broadcast without the express written consent of iSchoolSportsNetwork.com is strictly prohibited. Southern Union Bison Athletics, brought to you by Southern Union State Community College, The Knowles Group, Meadows Farm Equipment, Farm Boys Cafe, The Randolph Leader, The Car Clinic, and The Chuck House. Stay tuned, our broadcast is coming up. Good afternoon and welcome back to the campus of Southern Union State Community College here in still sunny Wadley, Alabama for game two of our doubleheader between Southern Union and Central Alabama. If you weren't around for the first game, you missed a doozy, a 13-inning marathon that Southern Union won 4-3. to three. The win puts the Bison over the 500 mark in division play, 11-10. They're now 22 and 15 overall. Central Alabama with the loss goes to seven and 10 in the division and 19 and 20 overall. And with that, I will give you today's starting lineup for the visiting Trojans of Central Alabama. Leading off playing third base, crew co-hosts. Batting second, playing center field, Kobe Johnson. Batting third, playing shortstop, Zachary Dew. Batting the cleanup spot, playing first, Jake Gooch. Batting fifth, the right fielder, Jacob Zito. Batting sixth, the catcher, Brooks Short. Batting seventh, the left fielder, Gabe Sanders. Batting eighth, the DH, Caden Parker. And batting ninth, the second baseman, Walt Lanier. They will face Southern Union starter, Cameron Land. Land. I'll get to it in a minute. Land did something. He sometime. did something. I'm, I'm let, leave you hanging. <laughs> Land making his tenth start of the season. He's got a four and three record, a three thirty five ERA, fifty two hits allowed, fourteen walks, thirty one strikeouts, and forty three innings pitched. Land has been a solid number two starter for the Bison all season long, and he'll look to set the Bison on a path to a doubleheader sweep today between these two teams, and he is about ready to go. So are we. Glad you're with us here on the iSchool Sports Network. Tim Altork, Adam Slay, Lon Hurst bringing you all the action in game number two. First pitch, a called strike to crew co-hosts 0-1. Swung on and popped up. On the infield, Collins is called for it. He makes the catch right on the third baseline in between third and home. And that's out number one in the top of the first. Pretty quick turnaround to get to game two. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they condensed the time in between games because the I wonder why. <laughs> three and a half hours of baseball that led up to the time in between games. 
And Jay Phillips ran to the store for us. Thank you, Jay. Man delivers. Jay's on strike. top of it today. He took out the trash earlier. <laughs> it takes a it takes a village to do what they do up here, and we got a good village. Bunt laid down, calls charging hard, scoops, throws, and it is not in time. Good play. But Kobe Johnson beat it by a step. A good bunt up That's the third baseline. Collins was playing back, and he had a long way to go to get to it. That was a great play just to make it close. Absolutely. So Johnson on with a bunt single for Zachary Dew, the shortstop. Defensively for Southern Union in the outfield, left to right, it's Spivey, Cook, and Sire. Spivey a change after Kelly got the start in game one out there. Pitch to Dew. Ball outside. 1-0 to do. On the infield, Collins, as we just mentioned, at third. Borgert at short. Clayton Phillips at second. Clark at first. Griffin Usher behind the plate. And Brewer will be the DH in this game after he caught the first one. So that's the only two changes besides the pitcher land. Spivey and left. Usher behind the plate. Everything else the same as game one. 2-0 and now to Zachary Dew. Takes a called strike. It's two and one. And if you're in and around and want a uh, Southern Union T-shirt or sweatshirt, uh, the Southern Union cheerleaders having a fundraiser, uh, trying to uh, raise some money for the uh, cheerleaders. They've got uh, T-shirts and sweatshirts on sale. Fifteen for T-shirts, twenty-five for the sweatshirts, and I'm modeling one. <laughs> That's sharp. You missed your calling, Adam. <laughs> <laughs> that got the light pole. That one plunked the lights up there. On the foul territory by the Southern Union bullpen. And the lights are on. And that evens the count at two and two. Throw over to first. Matt wanted to know what we are going to talk about in game two. He's sitting back in the camper all interested down there. In Matt, Tipton, I, Georgia. Matt, I, I'm going to tease it. I, I've got a good Michael Jordan story for you coming up. Yeah, he did. Yes, he does. Somewhere in this broadcast, we'll work that in. Fly ball, shallow right. Sire has to shade his eyes from the sun. He does so and makes the catch for out number two. There's a teaser in the top of the first for you. That's right. Stick around for the MJ story. Is he going to come on the air? You never know. You just never know, do you? I mean, I mean, you do know, but but you never know. Really up in our game with celebrity <laughs> guests. Throw back to first. Not in time as Johnson broke towards second and then slammed on the brakes. Usher threw behind him, but he got back. And a lot of people are wondering, uh, we, we keep referring to Matt, and probably a lot of people are wondering who Matt is. And Matt's one of our producers, one of our guys. He's We let him go on vacation. Yeah, I can't believe he gave him the time off. Diane paid me to let him go. <laughs> Get him in trouble. He needed a vacation. The man works too many jobs. He got more than me. Oh, and two to Gooch. 
pitch called strike uh, ball. <laughs> I was ready to have him rung up, but it must have been outside. I jumped the gun on that. Slam the brakes on. That's right. One and two. One ball, two strikes. Fouled off at the plate. It'll stay one and two. On the, on that note, the home plate umpire is the same home plate umpire from the first game and a half. Yes, it is. That is absolutely one hundred percent accurate. Yeah, you don't. He's usually, doing double duty. Usually, they swap it out. Well, when when that pitch was on the outside corner, and he didn't ring him up, I was like, man, thinking it's the other umpire. Right, you always have. There's some nuances to the strike zone, how how different umpires call it, but this should be a pretty predictable zone, since it's the same guy. One, two, swing and a miss. Gooch goes down, swinging, and that's the first strikeout for Cameron Land. They leave a runner stranded in the top of the first. We go to the bottom half of inning number one. No score. Ready for your first step? Here it is. Ready to compete? You will. Ready to take your talent to the next level? You can. If you're ready to go big, then go Bison. Our facilities are among the best in the nation. Our teams, some of the most competitive. But what makes this place really special is opportunity. Start your journey. Take your shot. This is Southern Union Athletics. Getting ready for the bottom of the first inning, game number two between Southern Union and Central Alabama. Here's how the Bison will line up in this one. Leading off will be the center fielder, Miles Cook. Batting second, the third baseman, Thomas Collins. Batting third, the first baseman, Casey Clark. Batting cleanup, the left fielder, Jake Spivey. Batting fifth, the DH, Austin Brewer. Batting sixth, the right fielder, Brody Sire. Batting seventh, the second baseman, Clayton Phillips. Batting eighth, the catcher, Griffin Usher. And batting ninth, shortstop, Riley Borgert against pitcher Jackson Arnold. Right-hander for... The Trojans, Arnold, making his seventh start of the season. He's got a record of three and one, a six eight nine ERA. Thirty one and a third innings pitched, forty one hits allowed, twelve walks, twenty three strikeouts. The first pitch to Cook, the hero of game number one, called strike. Zero and one to Miles. Normally, when you'd say the first game went 13 innings, you'd think these teams might have burned through a, a bullpen, but neither one of them did that. So. Mm, quite a pitcher's duel. Southern Union used just two pitchers. Logan Ross, Andrew Cronin, pitches high to Cook, one and two. And the Trojans used just three pitchers. So... Really the only takeaway from that, from the Southern Union side, as Cook lays off for ball two, is that Cronin probably done for the series. He came out of the bullpen. He had been starting the past few weeks, 
But he was moved to the bullpen to do exactly what he did in game one as Cook hits a shot in the center. Johnson ranges over, though, and makes the catch in right center field. And that's the first out in the first. And, and Tim, you talk about that. It, it's a quick turnaround for the, the next two games of this, this series because it's actually going to be tomorrow afternoon at 1 o'clock. Right. And I, but with Cronin went, what, six innings? So, yes. You know, that's essentially a, the a equivalent of a start. And so he's, he's probably off the table for the rest of the series. Just like James for, for Correct. Central Alabama. He's – now, Jones that pitched in the middle for him, he might be able to come back tomorrow and throw a little bit. Swung on and hit hard but foul. By Thomas Collins, he was out in front of that one. That was strike two. 0-2 oh the count. And those of you uh, watching, uh, please be patient with us with the shadows as uh, we're approaching the uh, 6 o'clock uh, hour. Things will hopefully get a little bit better. The 0-2 pitch swung on a foul the other way. can't even tell you what they did in the first game because it's on two different sheets. I can't, even, <laughs> I, can't, I can't add it up. I will tell you that Thomas Collins did have a base hit and scored a run in the first game. He was the one that scored that run in the eighth that kept the game alive. One-two pitch hit on a chop to first. It's going to be a foul ball. Yeah, Collins – Officially one for six and one for five, excuse me, the first game he had a sacrifice bunt as well. And played good defense. And that could be said for all the bison. They played without an error in the first game. Just a clean game between two teams that are fighting for playoff position. A one two pitch back to the mound on a hop. Arnold has it. Throws over to first, and that's out number two. Casey Clark will be the hitter. Clark had a huge hit in that game, number one. His two-out base hit in the eighth kept it from being a Southern Union loss. They were trailing it three to two, down to their last out, and Clark punched one through the left side and scored the tying run to keep the game going. And he was hitting fifth in the first game. He's up to number three spot. And just a note about Clark, you looking down the, the stat sheet. Casey Clark, as he swings and hits one into center field. Johnson waits for it to come down and makes the catch. And that's out number three. I'll tell you about Clark when we come back for the top of the second. No score between Southern Union and Central Alabama. 
With the right shoes, you can do anything. Which shoes fit your life? Maybe you want to step into a pair of nurse's shoes or take control of that meeting in your red high heels or do hiking boots and tennis shoes fit your style better. No matter which shoes you choose, Southern Union State Community College is ready to help you step into your potential. Choose a career in the fields of academics, health sciences, or technical education. Visit suscc.edu to enroll. You can't spell success without SU. Planning for retirement, your children's or grandchildren's education, or for the legacy you want to leave your family can seem intimidating, but the Knowles Group is here to help. We are deeply rooted in Randolph County and have been serving this community for more than 20 years. No matter what your situation looks like, the Knowles Group can help get you in the best financial position to meet your needs and achieve your goals. To ask any questions or set an appointment, reach out to Danny Knowles at 205-414-7459. Knowles Group, 2100B Southbridge Parkway, Suite 650, Birmingham, Alabama, 35209. Securities offered through Sage Point Financial Incorporated, SPF member FINRASIBC. SPF is a separately owned and other entities and or marketing names, products, or services referenced here are independent of SPF. No scores. We go to inning number two. Well said, Tim. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Jacob Zito, Brooks, Short, Gabe Sanders, two up. The five, six, seven spots, first time through the order against Cameron Land. Zito had a hit. In the first game, one for one, two, three, four, five. One for five with a sack bunt. And Tim, you called it. Hideki Matsuyama has uh, got uh, two holes left to play. He's even par 11 under, two shots ahead of uh, Zalatoris, who has finished uh, at two under on the day, nine under overall. And uh, Xander Shoffley is uh, even part seven under through 17. So uh, Matsuyama is uh, going to become the uh, first mm-hmm. Japanese don't Winner. say that yet. He's got two holes left. It, it's over. Don't jinx him. Hard hit ball to center. Cook has to range towards right, but he gets there and makes the catch. One out in the second. I, if I was him and I heard you say that, <laughs> I'd be coming after you. Yeah, he could hit one in the water, hit one in the woods. <laughs> you know Three putt. I mean, there's so many things that could happen. Let's just say if, if what I said plays out. If he plays it at even par, he'll be the winner. Put the green jacket on Hideki. <laughs> Pitches inside to short. One ball, no strikes. He checked his swing, but it hit the bat. Foul ball. One and one now. Short had a hit. In five trips. One for four officially. He was hit by a pitch in the first game. The one one pitch. Up and in, two and one.
Two balls, one strike, swung on and hit in the air to left center. That's going to get down in front of Spivey. He plays it on a hop, gets it back in quickly, and holds short to a single. Spivey did a good job cutting that ball off. He he took a good angle in pursuit. That one had the potential to get by him and get out into uh, all the way to the fence. Yeah, I thought it was a double off the bat. So short at first with one out. And Gabe Sanders at the plate. It's our first look at Sanders, who did not play in the first game. He comes in hitting 237. Four home runs, 12 RBIs. Tied for the team lead with Dew with those four home runs. He's taking a couple of pitches out of the zone. He's ahead in the count 2-0. and oh. And he is another New Englander, Woburn, Massachusetts. He fouls out one off. It's 2-1. and one. Woburn. Woburn. The 2-1 from Land, hit out towards second, slowly on the roll. Phillips on the run, makes the throw to first in time to get Sanders. That was the only play for Phillips as Short moves down to second. Thought for a second Land might take a stab at that one as it went past the mound. It wasn't hit hard at all, but he let it go by. He restrained himself. It was a good idea. That was the right choice. Because Phillips has been playing a good second base all day. And nothing changed on that play. So two outs now in the second. And Caden Parker is the hitter, the designated hitter. That one skips through the legs of Usher. And Short will move down to third. Parker pinch ran in game one. And uh, he is the uh, young man that uh, Lon and I were talking about, the grandson of uh, Coach Mike Parker, former Hanley football coach, former assistant down at Auburn under Terry Bowden. And we got to visit with Coach Parker uh, in, in between games uh, briefly. Always good to see Mike Parker. And he told us that there's a lot of stories that we know about him that we can't share. <laughs> On the air. <laughs> On the air. <laughs> Called strike to Parker. That's a 1-1 count now. Parker comes in hitting 174. He does have two home runs. And Coach Parker was telling me he actually signed with UAH coming out of high school, but torn labrum and he's had two surgeries and possibly a third one coming up, so... That's one reason he's not playing in the field. See, Matt, we find all kind of good stuff to talk about. <laughs> Ripped foul. He jumped all over that inside pitch. Was out in front of it, though. He's got a quick bat. He got his hands on top of that ball and pulled it down the left field side. One ball, two strikes to Parker. He's got eight hits this season. As I said, two home runs, a double, so three of his eight hits for extra bases. 
Swing and a miss, and that will end the second. So Parker strikes out. Second strikeout for Cameron Land. And we will go to the bottom half of inning number two. Still no score. Have you tried the Chuck House in downtown Wadley? Well, they're open and ready to serve. You can call in your order or dine in at the Chuck House. Large or small barbecue sandwiches, fried or grilled chicken sandwiches, or the famous Chuck House burger. Barbecue plates, chicken tender plates, and try one of the baskets too. Check out the appetizers as well. So whether you're coming into town for a Southern Union game or you're just hungry, come on over to the Chuck House, 201 Main Street, downtown Wadley. Phone number 256-914-1030. Let them know the iSchool Sports Guys sent you by. They're open Wednesday and Thursday, 11 to 7, and Friday and Saturdays, 11 to 8. Since 1892, the Randolph Leader has been the local news source in Randolph County. You can find it all in the Randolph Leader, including local news, community events, and of course, high school sports. Get the Leader sent to your mailbox each week, or subscribe to our e-edition by calling 334-863-2819 or visiting therandolphleader.com. Chances are someone you know is in the Leader this week. Subscribe today and find out who it is. Bottom of the second inning. No score between Southern Union Central Alabama. We keep talking about the standings. The top five teams in both division, both divisions go to the conference tournament at the end of the season. There, this is the first of the three final series of the season of the regular season for Southern Union. So the games are. Much more, more important as we go down to the wire over the next couple of weeks. Spivey jumps on the first pitch and hits it into the corner. He's thinking two bases. And he slams on the brakes as Sanders got over to it quickly and got it back in. <laughs> and when you said he slammed on the brakes, Tim, he looked like he was on a uh, ice skating rink and slammed on the brakes, slid a few feet, and then got him uh, dug back in and turned around and scrambled back to first. So Spivey leads off with a base hit. Austin Brewer playing as the designated hitter in this one after catching the first game. Brewer's right-handed hitter takes a called strike. Swings and hits it in the air. Shallow right. Lanier going out. Zito coming in. Zito calls for it and makes the catch. That's one out here in the second. Now Brody Sire. Sire had an RBI triple. In the first game, one for two, and he had a base hit, two for two for six. That triple hit just under the yellow lining at the top of the fence it was very nearly a home run. As he fouls one off. <laughs> Even the Ooh. count. Uh, one and one. Banged off the roof and woke Adam up. <laughs> about jumped out of my seat. 
1-1 pitch. Right through there. Fastball called strike. It's 1-2. and two. Swung on. He was out in front, but he got a piece of it. Keep the count one at one ball, two strikes. I believe, guys, uh, I can tell you we got the eastern seaboard down to uh, Florida. Uh, very well covered this afternoon for a viewing audience. Runner goes on the one-two, fouled off to the screen. And we'll do it again. Spivey has to go back to first. Ivy can steal a base, seven out of eight on the season. And there's a line drive, but foul down the left field line, right field line. Still one and two to Brody Sire. Runner goes again. Sire swings and fouls it off again. Sire in a little battle here. One, two. Oh, the ball hits Spivey. He's out. Sire will reach first. Spivey throws his hands in the air. There was nothing he could do to try to avoid that baseball as he took off from first. So Sire reaches. And he's now at first with two outs. You know, I always felt like that was the insult to injury. Getting... Get hit like that. You're out. Got a bruise for it. Yeah. On what would have been a base hit. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, that ball was headed for right field. So, not only did you run into an out, literally, you took a hit away from one of your mates. So what would have been first and second one out is now, man, at first, two outs. What so are you I, looking for? How do you score that in, lost the, my pen. There we in go. the book? Is that a fielder's choice? It's not a fielder's choice. I think it technically is a fielder's choice. It does, choice. Go it does, it choice. does. I can answer that question. It does go down as a fielder's choice. Okay. And there's and the, the ground ball to the right side. Gooch comes off the back, has to throw back to the pitcher. Well done. They've executed that play several times today and have done so flawlessly. And that's the third out in the inning as Clayton Phillips is retired. And we'll go to inning number three, still no score. 
Husqvarna's end of season clearance sale is on and it's time to get the best for less. You may not be celebrating the end of summer, but your local Husqvarna dealer is giving you a reason to smile. Pick up the latest innovations and get Husqvarna's legendary power and performance for less. Enjoy great savings on select inventory, expert advice, and superior service that will keep your Husqvarna equipment operating at peak performance all season long. Hurry in. This sale is on for a limited time at participating Husqvarna dealers. Visit Meadows Farm Equipment, 85 County Road 811 in Weedowie or MeadowsFarmEquipment.com. The Car Clinic, Main Street, downtown Roanoke. Their motto, you paying, we spraying. Open seven days a week, 9 a.m. until the last car is gone. Get your car, truck, or SUV cleaned by the professionals at the Car Clinic on Main Street in Roanoke. Make your ride look like it just came off the showroom floor. Seven days a week, you paying, we spraying from the Car Clinic. No score, top of the third inning. 9-1-2 spots in the order due up for Central Alabama, Lanier, Cohos, and Johnson. And in between innings, head coach Larry Thomas for Central Alabama was out having a discussion with the home plate umpire. Not a heated discussion by any means. Just, What do you think that could have been? Um, uh, that That's... Uh, I'm curious about that. I don't know what he could have been more than likely pointing out something that he's seen that he wants him to pay attention to. Yeah, he wasn't ar- – just from watching the body language of it, there didn't appear to be an argument of any kind. No. A conversation. Just a friendly chat between a coach and an umpire. You know how they do. Maybe the umpire lives in Allen City. They were talking about where they're going to eat dinner after a game. <laughs> I mean – Who knows? <laughs> Walt Lanier leads it off. He takes a ball or strike. 0-1. Against Cameron Land. Land delivers low. That's ball one. Lanier had a base hit in five trips in game number one. Swing and a miss. Big cut at a high fastball. And it's one and two. One, two pitch. Chopped back up the middle. Who's going to get it? Phillips gets it right in front of the bag. Has to throw across his body. And he won't make it in time. Lanier beats it out for an infield single. Once it got past the mound, it was trouble. Phillips did everything he could, but it was hitting a spot and at a speed that Lanier was very likely to beat it out, and he did. So back to the top of the order with Crew Cohos, the third baseman. Shows Bunt, lays it down. Collins has it. Only play is the first. Clark. Takes a peek at second, but holds on to the baseball. So a sacrifice bunt for Cohos. And Lanier down to second now with one out. And Kobe Johnson, the hitter. Single his last time up.
Breaking ball, good one. Froze Johnson, caught the corner on the inside. Called strike, 0-1. Borgert holding the runner out at second. And Johnson steps out. Now the 0-1 slap foul off the screen. And Tim, Tim, I was about to say, anything hit in the air to the right side, especially where the second baseman or right fielder is concerned, could be an issue here late in the day. Yeah, you see those long shadows stretching out towards right field. That means that sun's right in those players' eyes. Collins and Sire in particular going to be fighting it. I mean, Phillips, excuse me, and Sire. I know if I was Clayton, I'd be tempted to take two steps to the left and <laughs> just be in the shade. <laughs> just be in the <laughs> be in the shade. Yeah, that's that's some good discipline there to play where your position, regardless of the the circumstances. Grounded out to short. Borgert plays it off his chest, picks it up. That extra hop cost him, and Johnson beats it out. Umpire did a. Not intentionally, but did a wonderful job of <laughs> shielding. And I think once he initially took it off his chest, he picked it up pretty quickly, but then he had to take an extra step as he was collecting himself to make the throw. Yeah. And I think if he ha- didn't ha- didn't do that, he might have still got him. Yeah, he took a little crow hop. Yep. So runners first and third on the air. I'd rather him do that than make a bad throw, though. Oh, absolutely. You can only compound the problem. There's a fly ball in the center. The runner is going to tag. Cook makes the catch, and that'll get the run home without a throw, and it's one to nothing, Central Alabama. So the error on what would have been out number two, that fly ball would have been out number three, and an unearned run. On the sacrifice fly by Zachary Dew. And they appealed over there at third base and did not win that appeal. So Lanier comes home with the first run of the game. Johnson still at first with two outs now. And Gooch at the plate. Swing and a miss. Big cut at a high fastball. Gooch struck out his first time up. Well behind that pitch. Oh, one is fouled off the light pole. <laughs> Again, same one. <laughs> we had one hit the actual lights, the upper part of that pole, and then that one hit the pole itself. Interesting day. It has been an interesting it, day. It never fails with us, and the ghost just closed the door behind <laughs> us. 
<laughs> the look on Tim's face. I don't know what's going on. 0 oh, and 2. Swing and a miss. And that's strike three. The runner goes, but it doesn't matter. As Gooch strikes out for the second time. And that's the third out in the inning. But the Trojans push a run across. And we'll go to the bottom half of inning number three. One to nothing. Central Alabama leads it. H&M Drugs, where we know you by name, is Wadawi's hometown pharmacy. For over 40 years, we've been taking care of the community with fast, friendly service. H&M Drugs accepts most insurance plans, offers a full line of vaccinations, and durable medical equipment like wheelchairs, beds, lift chairs, diabetic shoes, oxygen, and more. Don't forget to check out our newly redone gift department, where we offer free gift wrapping. We are open Monday through Friday, 8 until 6, and Saturday, 8 until 4. H&M Drugs, 146 Village Lane with Dowie, Alabama. Hey folks, let me tell you about Farm Boys Cafe in Roanoke. Open 7 a.m. to 8 p.m. Monday through Saturday, serving breakfast all day long. Specializing in our smoked meats, barbecue, barbecue chicken, pork ribs, and meatloaf. Daily specials Monday through Friday. Everything a la carte. Sides are all a dollar each. A family-owned and operated business offering free delivery of two or more orders. Don't forget the wings, hot or mild, only 50 cents each. Farm Boys Cafe, 1037 Main Street in Roanoke. Call in or text your order to 832-580-3581. Bottom half of the third. Bison trail at one to nothing. Griffin Usher at the plate. Eight, nine, one spots in the order due up for Southern Union. Usher swings at the first pitch and dribbles it foul towards the third base dugout. <laughs> one, of the play one of the Central Alabama players fielded that ground ball and then accidentally flipped it up behind his back and over the dugout. What a weird day. <laughs> one ball, one strike now to Griffin Usher. I'm beginning to think it's when we get together. Swing and a miss. Usher hitting 317 on the season. No home runs, 12 RBIs. He's in a one-two count, and he is struck out. Swing and a miss, strike three. Coming up to bat, number 27. First strikeout for Jackson Arnold. And here's Riley Borgert. Hitting in the number nine spot. And we mentioned this has been a good spot for him in the lineup. He hit seventh in the first game, and then he... There you go. <laughs> Just like that, he gets a hit. Swings at the first pitch and hits a single up the middle. He hit that one right back where it was pitched. Solid single up the middle. So one out base hit. Borgert, a fast man at first. Stole a base in the first game. He's got 17 on the season. Got to keep an eye on Borgert. Cook swings and misses at a high fastball. And it's 0-1. Flight out to center field. His first time up. Here's the old one pitch. There it does go. Borgert. Catcher drops the ball. Borgert cruises into second with a stolen base. <laughs> one ball, one strike to Borgert. I mean to Cook. 
We're laughing at the sound effects over the PA system. These guys will giggle at anything. <laughs> Plus, we we've been we've here for been here a while. A while. One and one now. The count to Miles Cook with Borgert at second. Low and away. Two and one now to Cook. Two one pitches fouled out of play. They'll even account at two and two. We talked about Borgert. How he grounded out to shortstop four times in the first game. Batting in that number seven spot. He came into the day hitting 340. So he righted the ship getting in that number nine spot. He takes off for third. The throw down is going to go into left field. Borgert's going to get up and score. And we got a tie game. That's what speed can do for you. Riley Borgert putting the pressure on. And forced a bad throw by Short. He sailed it into left field. Cohos had no chance to catch that throw. And Borgert scores easily. And we are tied. Pitch was a ball, so it's a full count now to Miles Cook. He swings and fouls it off at the plate and stays alive. Another 3-2, another foul at the plate. The umpire goes out to give Cook a moment to walk off that foul ball. I think he fouled it off his leg. But he's ready to go. 3-2, swing and a miss. Arnold wins the battle. Second strikeout of the inning. Two down now for Thomas Collins. Collins takes low and in for ball one. Collins grounded back to the pitcher his first time. Takes high and away. Ball two. Low and in, ball three. This early in the game, tie game. Does he swing 3-0? Nope. Nah. Take him all the way. Make him throw a strike. He made him throw it. He got the call. Collins didn't think it was. He was halfway to, to first. That's, that usually doesn't bode well for you as a hitter. 
Take <laughs> off running like that. And Collins even sort of sheepishly held his hands out to the umpire. I thought it was a ball. Three and one. Swing and a miss. Three and two. You do that to Angel Hernandez, and the next pitch, whether it's in within 10 feet or not, it's going to be a strike. <laughs> the 3 2 pitch, that one's off the plate, and Collins does work the walk. So he's at first with two outs. And Casey Clark at the plate. Clark 0 for 1. He flies out to center. His first time up. Throw over to first. Clark fouls it off. And it's 0 and 1. Pitch hit the mitt, but he was set up outside. And that'll even the count at one and one. Swung, hit on a line and back through the middle and into center field. Collins is going to round second. He's going to go to third. The throw is cut off, and he will slide in safely. A base hit for Casey Clark. And it's runners on the corners with two outs. Bison have one across and threaten to add to it here. With runners at first and third, two outs. Jake Spivey at the plate. He takes ball one. Spivey singled his last time up. He was hit by that ground ball by Sire on the base paths. Takes a called strike. It's one and one. That one hits him in the back. And the bases are loaded. He's attracted to the ball. Are the balls attracted to him today? Here in game two. Yeah. He's got that magnetic personality. <laughs> and Austin Brewer has a chance to do some damage here. Two outs, bases loaded. First pitch, high, inside, ball one. Swung on and chopped down the third baseline foul.
Brewer went one for five in the first game. He had a double and scored a run. Also laid down a sacrifice bunt. He's got a 1-1 count. Here's the pitch. Check to swing. They appeal it. They say he went around. And that guy gets Aaron Everett out of the box, out of the dugout. And, and Coach, Coach Everett's point is, is the field umpire is to the left side of the infield. Uh, and he, Coach Everett's saying you can't make that call from there. I, I didn't think he went around. Bobby fouls it out of play. What did you think, Lon? I thought he did, but it's not. But he can't make that call, not on that side of the mound. What did you think, Adam? You got you got the deciding vote. Now, I, I can't make a comment on it because I wasn't watching it because <laughs> uh, our, our wealth of knowledge guy, Matt Knight, was sending me some information on the wild pitch. <laughs> he, he was sending you some information. Not on the wild pitch, but, but we had. I was just going to take the play-by-play there, a wild pitch, and I got to turn. My, my mic is pretty hot. I'm going to turn that back down just a little bit. A wild pitch does bring home a run, and the Bison lead it. Two to one. I thought he did go, but I don't think he went far enough that if somebody on that side of the mound would be able to make a good call on it. Two balls, two strikes, and a grounded through the hole. No, good play by Cohos over there. Got it on the hop. Wow. I thought that was getting through to left and jumped the gun, but Cohos made the play and retired Brewer to end the inning. But the Bison break through with a couple of runs and take the lead. We go to the fourth inning, two to one. Southern Union leads it. With the right shoes, you can do anything. Which shoes fit your life? Maybe you want to step into a pair of nurse's shoes or take control of that meeting in your red high heels. Or do hiking boots and tennis shoes fit your style better? No matter which shoes you choose, Southern Union State Community College is ready to help you step into your potential. Choose a career in the fields of academics, health sciences, or technical education. Visit suscc.edu to enroll. You can't spell success without SU. No matter what your financial situation is, planning for your financial future can seem daunting or even impossible. Effectively planning for retirement, education, or leaving a legacy requires experience and expertise. Fortunately, the Knowles Group has been helping families in Randolph County get on the right financial track for more than 20 years. We are deeply rooted in the community and will work hard to help you meet your goals. To ask any questions or to set an appointment, reach out to Danny Knowles at 205-414-7459 today. Knowles Group, 2100 B South Bridge Parkway, Suite 650, Birmingham, Alabama, 35209. Securities offered through Sage Point Financial Incorporated, SPF member FINRA-SIPC. SPF is a separately owned and other entities and or marketing names, products, or services referenced here are independent of SPF. Bison take the lead as we go to the fourth, two to one our score. And Southern Union very resourceful in that last inning. They got the first run after a Borger single. He stole first, stole, uh, stole second, stole third. It'd be something if he stole first, but... <laughs> Stole second, stole third. <laughs> Here we go again, guys. <laughs> and then the error allowed him to come on home. The Bison loaded the bases after that and got one home on a wild pitch. So, two to one our score. And Jacob Zito will lead things off. Here in the fourth, 
He's got himself on a 1-1 count. Zito, Short, and Sanders do up. <laughs> Pitch is low and away. It's 2-1. and one. I almost uh, ate my words on the Masters, guys. I told you. Matsuyama won by one stroke. And Zalatoris finished second at nine under. Shoffley finished in third at seven under. Matsuyama shot a 73 today. One, one over. One over. And uh, and the youngster, uh, Will Zalatoris, uh, shot a 72 under par to finish at nine under in second place. That guy's going to be around the PGA Tour for quite some time. See, Matt, I told you we'd find something to talk about. Two balls, two strikes. Call strike three outside corner. Zito goes down looking. Fourth strikeout for Cameron Land. And it comes to start the fourth inning. Now Brooks Short. Swings at the first pitch, fouls it back to the backstop. 0-1. Oh Hit in the air, left side, foul, and out of play. Just shy of the bullpen down there. All right, Tim, what was that pitch? What did he throw? Did you notice anything any different? I sure saw a lot of the palm of his hand hmm. on that pitch, on that delivery. Maybe a circle change could have been, yeah. It was definitely something different. That one bounces away from Usher. Low and in. One ball, two strikes now to short. Cat's got three-quarters of their team in the bullpen. A lot of guys down there, aren't there? What are they doing? <laughs> don't see that every day. <laughs> Ground, grounder to second. Phillips has played flawlessly at second. And makes the play there. Two outs here in the fourth. Base is empty for Gabe Sanders. Sanders grounded out to second his first time. Tim, my my question here is: uh, We were looking at the uh, lineup. Is that actually Joey Sanchez, number one, batting right now? Yeah, we had a hard time reading the the lineup card. That is number one, and it is number one. Thank you, Adam. Adam, with the eagle eye. Kid's going to play a whole game, not get one ounce of credit for it. I know. We're giving it to Gabe Sanders. <laughs> Gabe went three for four, never stepped on the field. Ironically, uh, Gabe is from uh, Woburn, Massachusetts, and Joey Sanchez is from, uh, and my pronunciation may not be right, Dracut, uh, D-R-A-C-U-T, Massachusetts. Swung on and hit in the gap in left center. Cook over quickly to cut it off. And hold him to a single. 
Nice angle to the ball. And Joey Sanchez gets a base hit. And where? what position is he batting in the lineup, Tim, just so I know? Seventh. Seventh. And our apologies. Yep. That was that was a misread of the handwritten lineup that we received before the game. Yep. We so we'll we'll own that mistake. And our apologies to Joey Sanchez. Owen won the count now to Caden Parker, the batter. He turns on one and hits it a mile foul. Drake it. 0-2. Drake it. It's called Drake it, Massachusetts. Lon was getting the correct <laughs> pronunciation from Google. <laughs> it knows more than we do. I got to laugh. This is funny. Drake it. Drake it. There you go. Lining his tools over here. Sanchez goes. Pitch has popped up. And Clark puts it away in foul territory for out number three. So the two-out single doesn't hurt. Runners left stranded. And the Bison will bat in the fourth inning, leading it two to one. The grass is growing, and it's the best time of year to get a new zero-turn mower from Husqvarna. Husqvarna Zero Turns can tackle any job with commercial quality and professional performance. Wide-cutting decks, high-cutting speeds, and durable construction are great reasons to choose Husqvarna. But there's more. Now, we're offering new warranties of up to five years, low monthly payment financing that makes choosing a Husqvarna Zero-Turn mower better than ever. Visit Meadows Farm Equipment at 85 County Road 811, Widawi, Alabama, or online at www.meadowsfarmequipment.com Bottom of the fourth inning. Southern Union looking to add to a two-to-one lead. Brody Sire, Clayton Phillips, Griffin Usher do up for the Bison. And we're talking about Drakett, Massachusetts and how unusual it is that so many players from the Northeast or on this roster for Central Alabama. All right, time out, Tim. Here you go, Matt. Here, here's your story. <laughs> here's the story. And uh, head coach Larry Thomas is from Massachusetts. He grew up in Boston, went to school in the University of Maine, and went on to a professional career in baseball, played for the White Sox, pitched, had one really good season as a reliever in, at the major league level in the late 90s. On his way – to the majors, I asked him because I was, was talking to him before the game. I was asking him, how did he end up in Alabama? As Sire takes high for ball one. And he said, well, I played in Birmingham. And he was in the White Sox minor league system. Played for the Birmingham Barons in 1994, the same year that just so happened to be the year that Michael Jordan was on the team. All right, hold the phone, folks. We just went out. Uh oh Well, you're good, but I'm not. Pitches hit a long way, but foul. And it's two and one to Brody Sire. And so I I started to dig around that. You don't run into somebody that was a teammate with Michael Jordan every day. <laughs> Sire hits a grounder to first. Gooch has it, steps on the bag, and that's out number one in the fourth. Depends on who you are. 
Well, I don't run into somebody <laughs> who's teammates with Michael Jordan every day. Just say if you're. And he he had an interesting perspective on it. He was a pitcher on that team, and you know pitchers when they when they get pitches or or batted balls that should be outs, they're pretty stingy with them. And he said when Jordan first started playing, he was rough around the edges as a fielder and had the ability to turn outs into hits. And as a pitcher, that can rub you the wrong way. But he said other than that, as he gained his footing as a baseball player, he said Jordan was a a good teammate, a good hard worker. And he said it was quite the experience being the, the focus of the sports world and being on that team in that unusual year. Well, and, and two, usually in the minor leagues, if you get a guy like that on your team, um, you get a few extra things that you might not get otherwise. Um, he might. Perks? Are you talking yeah, about perks? <laughs> yeah, there might be some. Phillips hits a Ooh. shot to left center. And a good running catch out there by Sanchez. Phillips. Second time today, he's hit one hard that direction. And the second time he's gotten that result. Two outs here in the fourth. Yeah, man. Obviously, like Michael Jordan, who had the professional career up to that point that he had and the earnings that he made, he was... He probably bought dinner a couple of times for the team at nicer places, things like that. He was more financially secure than your average minor leaguer, I guarantee you that. Just by a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, and two to Usher, and he hits one softly over short off the glove of Dew, and he'll have to run out into left field and go pick it up. Sanchez comes in and does it for him, but it's a base hit for Griffin Usher. Two out single. And Riley Borger, who singled, stole two bases, scored the first run of the game for Southern Union his last time up. He hits another base hit in the left. Keep Borger in the nine spot. <laughs> <laughs> shoot, shoot Coach Everett a text. Yeah. Tell him that. It, it is absolutely amazing, though, that how somebody can get in a, a position in the batting lineup and get so comfortable and be so productive, and we've seen that time and time again with him. All right, Lon, are you Mike 3 or Mike 4? No, you're 2. Okay. No, 1. I'm 1. Did you put your – I thought you put yours in 2. Okay, then I'd be 2. And the crowd mic is three, three, so I'm four. Okay. That's one reason that uh, that's not working well for me. Okay. All right. Call strike to Miles Cook, one and one. Hmm. Cook. Cook, 0 for 2, fly to center, struck out. The 1 1 pitch. Inside for ball two, two and one now to Cook. 
Jay, Jay said the umpires, uh, strike zone was widening just a little bit. I said, I can't blame him. I mean, he's in inning 17. Throw back to second. Behind Usher. I say to second, he threw it to the shortstop, who was about five yards behind and left of the bag. Not really sure what that was supposed to accomplish. It's a 3-1 count to Cook. He takes high for ball four, and the bases are loaded. All of this started with two outs and nobody on. Back-to-back singles by Usher and Borgert. A walk to Cook, and the bases are loaded for Thomas Collins. And the two-out hits have been elusive for Southern Union today. They've gotten a couple when they needed them the most, especially in game number one. Yeah, but they had to have left, what, six or seven in scoring position on in the first game. Yeah, it's just as a matter of routine, it has not been a productive situation. Collins in a 1-1 count. Swings and hits a chopper to second. And Lanier will field it and throw him out. And once again, the Bison can't get the two-out hit. They leave the bases loaded. And we'll go to the fifth, Southern Union leading it 2-1. to one. Have you tried the Chuck House in downtown Wadley? Well, they're open and ready to serve. You can call in your order or dine in at the Chuck House. Large or small barbecue sandwiches, fried or grilled chicken sandwiches, or the famous Chuck House burger. Barbecue plates, chicken tender plates, and try one of the baskets, too. Check out the appetizers as well. So whether you're coming into town for a Southern Union game or you're just hungry, come on over to the Chuck House, 201 Main Street, downtown Wadley. Phone number 256-914-1030. Let them know the iSchool Sports Guys sent you by. They're open Wednesday and Thursday, 11 to 7, and Friday and Saturdays, 11 to 8. Since 1892, the Randolph Leader has been the local news source in Randolph County. You can find it all in the Randolph Leader, including local news, community events, and of course, high school sports. Get the Leader sent to your mailbox each week, or subscribe to our e-edition by calling 334-863-2819 or visiting therandolphleader.com. Chances are someone you know is in the Leader this week. Subscribe today and find out who it is. Two to one, our score as we go to the fifth inning. You got so many pieces of paper, Tim, you you can't keep up with them. <laughs> I drip water on my sheet. That's why I was nine one two spots in the order due up here in the fifth. They'll start their third time around on. Cameron Land, who has been sharp. Land. Four hits allowed. Four strikeouts. The run against him is unearned. And he 
faces Lanier, wow. who hits it right into his glove. Wow. <laughs> he didn't catch that. No, he hit the ball into his glove. That, yes. That, that was complete reaction and luck. He's grinning about it, too, because he knows. Right back to the pitcher on a line. Land on his follow-through. Just kind of stuck the glove out, and the ball went straight into it like it was on a yo-yo string. <laughs> it did. <laughs> it was very fortunate first out. And back to the top of the order with Cohos. Takes outside for ball one. If that's me, I'd have to walk a few times around the mound and gather the, myself. Get the adrenaline going there. Swung on it back to land again. That one missed him, but Phillips is there. Out near the bag at second to make the play and throw him out. That about took his chin off. Land's going to come out there in a helmet next, <laughs> next to him. I know it. Adam, you missed it. What did I miss? A, a line drive that caught Land's glove. Take the glove off his hand? No, it just okay. it just so happened to go right in his glove. Pitch to Kobe Johnson. Outside corner called strike 0 and 1. Two outs, nobody on here in the 5th. Fouled out of play, 0-2. Johnson won for two. He singled in the first. Reached on the error, the Borgert error, back in the third. Here's the 0-2 pitch. Just missed. <laughs> Land was headed to the dugout. Half the Bison infield was headed to the dugout. The dugout was headed out to the field to greet him. The only thing missing was the strike call. <laughs> one and two now to Johnson. That one low and away. Two and two. Here's the two-two pitch. Hit in the air, left center field. That one looks like it's going to get down, and it will. Cook over to play it on a hop. Running all the way is Johnson, and he slides in safely with a double. A hustle double for Kobe Johnson with two outs. That ball was hit, split the gap right between center and left, and in a spot where it kind of hung up in the air for a while. Johnson running hard all the way, never hesitated around first. And by the time Cook got to it, Johnson was sliding in the second. So there he stands with two outs. And Zachary Dew at the plate. Dew 0 for 1 officially. He's flied out twice, but that second fly out was a sacrifice fly that drove home their run. Fouls it off the end of his bat. And the count's 0-1 to do.
Look back to second. And he turns that way, but <laughs> nobody to throw it to. Chases Johnson back to the bag, though. Long pause. Now they do throw back behind the runner. He dives in safely. Borgert over there covering. And an 0-1 count. Here's the pitch. Swing and a miss. Good location. On the outside corner by Land. And it's 0-2 to do. Batter calls time. Tim, I want to give a shout-out to uh, Craig and Beverly Brown, their oldest daughter. Of course, Craig, a member of the iSchool Sports uh, team. Uh, Mary Grace, uh, following in her dad's footsteps uh, in special needs, uh, she begins uh, her teaching career tomorrow over in uh, Ellick City. So we want to wish Mary Grace uh, the best of luck. And a base hit to left. Spivey comes up throwing. It is going to be not in time. The throw took a hop as it hit the turf around home plate. And Johnson comes in and scores the tying run. An RBI single for Zachary Dew, his second RBI of the game. He goes down to second on the throw. Tim, do you remember when he thought he had strike three, out number three? Yeah, that's right. That's it's funny good, how that always ends up. That's a good point. Coming back. Two outs, nobody on, a double, a single, and the Trojans have tied it. Pitch is up. Ball one to Gooch. Yeah, I remember covering Mary Grace playing softball over at Wadley. Congratulations to her. And a fine choice of a career as well. And it takes a special person just like just like her dad. And her dad runs Valley Haven School down in uh, the valley. You have your tough, your challenging days, but there's a lot of days you Very rewarding. Walk away with this joy in your heart that only they can provide. Well, hit hard in the left. Spivey's going to have another chance as they send the runner. Here comes the throw. It's cut off, and that's going to cost him as the run comes home. Collins cut it off and tried to make the relay on the infield, but I think he would have been better off letting that one go. So three two-out hits. Well, here, Here's the prime example. We were talking about two-out hits. Southern Union couldn't get one with the bases loaded last half inning. And now back-to-back -back RBI hits with two outs. And the Trojans lead it 3-2. to two. 
Swung on and hit in the air to right and deep. Sires going back. Now he slows down. Curls are underneath it and makes the catch for out number three. But the Trojans push two runs across. Three two-out hits. And now Southern Union will hit in the bottom of the fifth, trailing it three to two. The Car Clinic, Main Street, downtown Roanoke. Their motto, you pay and we spray it. Open seven days a week, 9 a.m. until the last car is gone. Get your car, truck, or SUV cleaned by the professionals at the Car Clinic on Main Street in Roanoke. Make your ride look like it just came off the showroom floor. Seven days a week, you pay and we spray in from the Car Clinic. Hey folks, let me tell you about Farm Boys Cafe in Roanoke. Open 7 a.m. to 8 p.m. Monday through Saturday, serving breakfast all day long. Specializing in our smoked meats, barbecue, barbecue chicken, pork ribs, and meatloaf. Daily specials Monday through Friday. Everything a la carte. Sides are all a dollar each. A family-owned and operated business offering free delivery of two or more orders. Don't forget the wings, hot or mild, only 50 cents each. Farm Boys Cafe, 1037 Main Street in Roanoke. Call in or text your order to 832-580-3581. Bottom half of inning number five. Southern Union now trailing it three to two. The Trojans score two in the top half of this inning and flip the score on Southern Union. It was a one-run Bison lead. Now they trail it by a run. Three, four, five in the order for the Bison. Due up. Clark, Spivey, and Brewer. It's a good formula to get that couple runs back. Clark one for two. He singled in the third. First pitch to him. Misses outside. One and oh. The one and oh pitch is low and in. Two balls, no strikes now to Casey Clark. I started to mention about Clark the last time he was up, but if you look down the stat sheet, Clark is the only player who has played in every game this season. He uh, has never taken a day off. Everybody else has had at least one where they've gotten a break. But Clark has been the definition of an everyday player. And he's in a favorable count, 3-1. Swings and pops it up. He had a pitch to handle there and just got under it. Lanier will make the catch in shallow right center field. For out number one in the fifth. Jake Spivey is the hitter. Spivey one for one. Single. He was also hit by a pitch. He's been on base twice. Had a couple of hits in the first game. Swung at the first pitch here and hit it right off the end of the bat up the first baseline. The throw by the pitcher to first base is in time for out number two. That's a situation where you're so far out in front of a pitch, you hit it right off the cap of the bat. And it goes the opposite direction. But it only goes six feet. <laughs> right. 
Yeah, it didn't make it halfway up the baseline. Oh. Swinging at the first pitch. Nice play by Dew to stop it. He picks it up, throws, and gets Austin Brewer. So a quick one, two, three inning for the Bison in the fifth. We go to inning number six, Southern Union trailing at three to two. H&M Drugs, where we know you by name, is Wadawi's hometown pharmacy. For over 40 years, we've been taking care of the community with fast, friendly service. H&M Drugs accepts most insurance plans, offers a full line of vaccinations and durable medical equipment like wheelchairs, beds, lift chairs, diabetic shoes, oxygen, and more. Don't forget to check out our newly redone gift department where we offer free gift wrapping. We are open Monday through Friday, 8 until 6, and Saturday, 8 until 4. H&M Drugs, 146 Village Lane, with the right shoes, you can do anything. Which shoes fit your life? Maybe you want to step into a pair of nurse's shoes or take control of that meeting in your red high heels or do hiking boots and tennis shoes fit your style better. No matter which shoes you choose, Southern Union State Community College is ready to help you step into your potential. Choose a career in the fields of academics, health sciences, or technical education. Visit suscc.edu to enroll. You can't spell success without SU. The sixth inning is upon us, and the Bison trail by a run. Three to two is our score. Cameron Land pitching well, but not well enough thus far. But as we've seen throughout this day, a one-run lead is anything but secure for either side. Brooks Short, Joey Sanchez, Caden Parker. Six, seven, eight spots in the order due up for the Trojans here in the sixth. Short has singled and grounded out to second, one for two. Takes a ball. Here's the 1-0 pitch. That one stays high. It's 2-0. and oh. Tim, we're going to get our first uh, shot here. I know we've had a little night softball because of the time change and everything, but our first night of uh, baseball. Grounder to first. Clark has it. Feeds land at the bag. And that's out number one here in the sixth inning. Without the temperature dropping into the 40s. <laughs> I'll finish my statement. I was wondering where you were going. Leaving everybody hanging. The first comfortable night that we've had. Yeah. Yeah, the, I was going to say, there's been some at night. but Well, not many. We haven't had a baseball game under the lights, so. Well, yeah, I guess yeah, you, we yeah, you guys did early in the season. That's shot into right center. Sire's going to get over to it and cut it off. And that'll be a base hit for Sanchez, his second hit of the game. Jumped on the first pitch and hit it hard. And going to have a pinch hitter for Parker, number five. Guess who that's That's Gabe be. Sanders, <laughs> who we had. From Woburn, Massachusetts. Who we mistakenly had in Sanchez's spot. So we, just, we just anticipated what, what was to come. Use that slay clairvoyance there. <laughs> 
And what spot is that? Eight. Eight. <laughs> Slay clairvoyance. <laughs> Pitch is high. Gets past Usher. He's got to get around the umpire. Won't matter, though, because Sanchez easily advances to second. On the wild pitch. So a runner in scoring position with one out for Gabe Sanders. The 1-0 pitch. Here it comes. Breaking ball. Good one. Drops into the zone for a called strike. It's one and one. Adam's getting comfortable. Now I'm trying to get out of pain. One ball, one strike. Swing and a miss. He was late on the fastball. Good sequence there by Land. Got strike one on the breaking ball. Off speed, came back with the heat. Sanders couldn't time it up. Another fastball. That one's low, and it's two and two. All right, Tim, what's the uh, capacity at uh, Truist Field right now? I don't know. What are they doing? 30%? I know they're, gonna, I know they're moving to 50% soon. Yeah, I think starting next week. Usher throws down to second. It gets past Borgert, but the runner's going to have to hold. As Phillips runs it down. Sanchez wandered off the base. Usher didn't like that. And chased him back. Sanders now in a 3-2 count. The payoff pitch, here it is, low, ball four. And Aaron Everett's going <laughs> to go talk to Cameron Land. And the reason I was talking about truce, the Braves are playing tonight against uh, the Phillies. They were down three to one. Down three to one, but uh, I, I heard them talking about uh, everything last night, or everything in the stadium is uh, that you order you order by app and they deliver it to you. You don't have to go anywhere with the and and I wonder how that's going to work with, when they increase it to fifty percent. Because I was thinking about ordering a couple of hot dogs and seeing how long it'd take them to get it over here. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't right. <laughs> Well, the words of wisdom have been imparted to Cameron Land, and he is back on the mound. Aaron Everett back in the dugout. And he will face Walt Lanier, who's one for two. Swings and misses at a breaking ball on the first pitch. Lanier has been aggressive all day long on that first pitch, and he's been successful with it. And he was the one last time that hit the line drive right into Land's glove. Activity in the uh, Southern Union bullpen. Ramburn, uh, Alabama, brought Young. 
Mr. Homecoming. Grounder to third foul. No, Sandra. Oh. 26 was down okay. there. Well, that's, I'm sorry. I must have pointed. Aiden Sandra, yeah. Yeah. Out of Mandarin High School. My bad, team. He sat back down, though, so. Well, we talked about Cronin. You mentioned Brock Young. It's a discussion worth having as far as how this pitching rotation is going to develop through the rest of this series. The 0-2 pitch swung on and missed, fouled. He didn't miss it. He tipped it. It hit the dirt, so he stays alive. But, but day, day one has never been a problem. Ross, Land, that's 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 the way it's been all season long, and they've been very good. Day two, the second half of the doubleheader, Cade Brooks is going to be the guy probably that will get the start in game three. But with Cronin back in the bullpen, game four is kind of up in the air right now. And you mentioned Brock Young. He's kind of the missing piece potentially in this pitching staff. We've talked about this before, but Brock Young was off to a very good start last season. He had four wins, uh, was pitching very well. I think he was the, had worked himself as the number two starter in the rotation. He just has not gotten back into that groove this year. But talking to Coach Everett this week, he said Young pitched well against, I believe it was Point University JV that they played in a non-conference doubleheader. And Young pitched in that doubleheader and pitched well. And if they can get him going, he could be the answer to that number four starter. And leave Cronin in the bullpen. Soft liner over second. Good play by Phillips to get there and make the catch. And that's out number two. Runners have to hold. And Lanier is retired. They had him played perfectly. They were squeezed in, pinched in toward the second base bag, and Clayton went behind the bag to make the play. The other option that Coach Everett mentioned for that fourth game is to just throw seven guys, one inning apiece. <laughs> he's 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 looking for answers in that in that fourth game. You call that pitching by committee? Yeah. <laughs> so we'll see. See how that goes. We don't know yet if we're going to carry those games tomorrow, but Cohos takes high for ball one. Well, Southern Union certainly, if they could find a fourth starter that they could depend on to be that fourth starter, and one more guy out of the bullpen who you can say. I feel good he's going to go in there and shut people down. They would jump leaps. And As there's a fly ball to right center, Cook shows the speed and gets there to make the catch for out number three. So a base hit, a walk, and two runners left stranded in the sixth. And we'll go to the bottom half. Southern Union still trailing it three to two. 
Planning for retirement, your children's or grandchildren's education, or for the legacy you want to leave your family can seem intimidating, but the Knowles Group is here to help. We are deeply rooted in Randolph County and have been serving this community for more than 20 years. No matter what your situation looks like, the Knowles Group can help get you in the best financial position to meet your needs and achieve your goals. To ask any questions or set an appointment, reach out to Danny Knowles at 205-414-7459. Knowles for 2100B Southbridge Parkway, Suite 650, Birmingham, Alabama, 35209. Securities offered through Sage Point Financial Incorporated, SPF member FINRASIPC. SPF is a separately owned and other entities and or marketing names, products, or services referenced here are independent of SPF. Have you tried the Chuck House in downtown Wadley? Well, they're open and ready to serve. You can call in your order or dine in at the Chuck House. Large or small barbecue sandwiches, fried or grilled chicken sandwiches, or the famous Chuck House burger. Barbecue plates, chicken tender plates, and try one of the baskets, too. Check out the appetizers as well. So whether you're coming into town for a Southern Union game or you're just hungry, come on over to the Chuck House, 201 Main Street, downtown Wadley. Phone number 256-914-1030. Let them know the iSchool Sports Guys sent you by. They're open Wednesday and Thursday, 11 to 7, and Friday and Saturdays, 11 to 8. Bottom half of inning number six, and Jackson Arnold's day is done for the Trojans. He held Southern Union to two runs through five innings, and he'll give way to reliever Joseph Hicks. Another right-hander, Hicks, making his 11th appearance of the season. He's got a 1-0 record, 263 ERA. 13 and two-thirds innings in those previous 10 appearances. Just seven hits allowed and 19 strikeouts. But he has issued 12 walks, almost a walk an inning. So he's hard to hit, but effective wildness could be a part of that as well. He's a West Alabama product out of uh, Jasper. And as you watch him warm up, Tim, uh, he he definitely is an over-the-top pitcher. Yeah. Yeah, straight over. And from the stretch, all of their pitchers from the stretch, nobody uses a windup that we've seen. He'll face Brody, Sire, Clayton Phillips, Griffin Usher. Uh, but to Lon's point, I, you know, I think when you look around the major leagues and at the next levels of baseball, uh, these specialty pitchers, that's what you see. They've all pretty much gone to pitching out of the stretch because they typically come in when they are when they're have runners, runners on base, base. etc. cetera. Uh, and, and so I, I think this, this is kind of a testament to some of the coaching. Well, and two, when you pitch from one position, you only got one set of mechanics to deal with. Yeah, and you guys did a great job talking about that in game one. Pitch is low to Brody Sire. Sire 0 for 2. He reached on a fielder's choice and grounded out to first. The 1-0, check the swing, call strike. It's 1-1. One one. It won't get blue a little grease, but. Here's the 1-1, one one. hit out to second. Lanier has it, throws over to first. 
And Sire is retired. Clayton Phillips will be the batter. He's 0 for 2. Clayton swung the bat well today. He has hit the ball hard several times. Had some hits taken away from him out in left field. And he's a first pitch swinger, too. Aggressive there. Tried to check his swing, but he went around. It's 0-1. Of course, a couple of weeks ago, Clayton signed with AUM. Or committed to AUM. The 0-1 pitch. Big cut. Didn't get it. It's 0-2. Got to see his dad a couple of minutes before game one started about eight and a half, nine hours ago. (laughs) (laughs) When we were all a lot younger. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, two pitch just missed. Must have been low. It's one and two now to Phillips. You talking about being younger? Uh, Today, today's kind of a a special day uh, in, in my life and it's not my birthday. I threw Lon off there. I'll continue in just a second. The one-two pitch. Sails high. And it's two and two. I could see why this guy might be a little hard to hit. He keeps that ball behind him a long time. Um, Downhill, pretty tall guy. Here's the two-two. Fouled off. Two years, two years ago today was uh, the day that uh, my heart stopped. <laughs> I, I was about it, to say, yeah, yeah. It, it was uh, it was exactly two years ago today. Masters Sunday, remember it? I remember it well. Unfortunately, that's been two years. I can't. Yeah, it's hard to believe. I got a pacemaker shortly thereafter. And I saw you at Summer on Main, and you're talking about having a pacemaker, and <laughs> like. Huh? What happened? Good Lord wasn't finished with me. He let me continue on. We're happy about that. Yes, we are. But you talk about being older, and it, it and that that brought it up. That that triggered it in my mind. Three two pitch, fouled out of play. Gooch gives it a look, but. Hmm. On a serious note, there's a lot of times in our lives, in people's lives, they're they're young one day, something happens, and the next day it's I'm not so young anymore. Yeah, exactly. Um, what a different, what a difference a day will make. Three, two, again, fouled, same spot. Well, and it all goes to serve as a. Subtle reminder that uh, nobody's guaranteed tomorrow. Nope. Another full count pitch. Here it is. Fouled off again. Good at bat by Clayton. Battling.
he could elevate a fastball just above the numbers. He got a nice gap to right center field as well if he can go with the pitch outside. Fouls it off again. And Lon is a pitcher, and, and I know Tim did some pitching too. I, d how bad does this get in the mind of a pitcher when when he's when a player's battling this this hard? Well, I can tell you where my mind goes after about three or four foul balls. Three two foul off again. Especially after that one, I'd let him get to first base, but it'd be on my terms. <laughs> how about you, Tim? Well, especially for a guy like Hicks, who has high walk numbers, you just start thinking, how many strikes can I throw? You know, with, with a 3-2 count, you know the next one out of the zone. If he can lay off, you're going to lose this battle. That's what starts to creep in after he's fouled off five pitches. How many more can I put in the zone here? Popped up. Foul territory. That one's going to get out of play as well. Well, and two, if he's been fouling off the fastball, which he's been doing here, I got to think, what's my next pitch? Next best pitch. If fastball's my best one, what's my next best one? And can I – I would – you got to locate it and see if you can get him to miss it. He's coming with something other than the fastball here. That's my guess. You got to. I mean, you walk him, you walk him. Fouled off again. <laughs> it was something off speed. <laughs> Phillips was out in front of it, but just got another piece of it. By my count, that's seven 3-2 pitches that he's fouled off. But that wasn't a great location with the off speed. It was up. It was up. So, it was something that he could reach. Again, 3-2, and he walked him. That's a great at-bat. Yeah. And that's demoralizing as a pitcher. <laughs> I mean. Right. When he's fouling those things off, you, in, in your mind as a pitcher, that's a that's a, a pitch that I made that was good enough to get an out. Yeah. He didn't hit it. He didn't hit it somewhere and, and make good solid contact. It was good enough to get him out. I just made seven of those pitches, and I didn't get him out. Mm -mm. Usher takes low and in for ball one. And a guy, like you said, that throws so many balls. Where control many, is an issue. How many? I just wasted a bunch of strikes. <laughs> right. Because things always seem to even out. Whatever you do is whatever you do. That's the first. <laughs> that one caught the corner, according to the home plate umpire. And it's one and one. Inside. Two and one now to Usher, who's singled and struck out. One for two. This is his first look at Hicks, who throws over to Chase Phillips back to the bag. That one dives off the plate, and it's three and one. And you're seeing it come back to even now. 
the difference for me, though, I didn't have very good stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So so when I made out pitches and didn't get outs. It was frustrating. It usually ended up biting me later on because I didn't have very many out pitches to start with. Swing and a miss by you're, Usher. You're sitting there pleading with the guy. Hey, look, that was a good enough pitch now. Just, yeah, give me a break. Full count, one out. Keep an eye on Phillips, see how aggressive they are. Down by a run, sixth inning. Phillips goes. Swung on and hit in the air to center pretty good. But Johnson ranges back and makes the catch shy of the warning track. Phillips has to retreat back to first. And now that the sun's gone down, there really isn't any wind blowing out. It's going to take a shot to get out of here. Yeah, especially to center field. Yeah. Especially to center field. I just uh, Usher probably doesn't have that kind of power to that part of the ballpark. Not unless you put a guy up there throwing about 97, 98, and he connects with it. But a hot hitter, Riley Borger. At the plate, he's two for two. Stolen a couple of bases, scored a run. He'll hit with two outs. He's got a 1-0 count. There's the pitch. Fouled out of play. With a guy that doesn't throw a ton of strikes or inconsistent with his, it's hard to hit and run. Throw over to first. Phillips dives back. One ball, one strike. Phillips breaks. They throw behind him, and he just does get back to first. Hicks wanted that one. Did y'all see him? He jumped up in the air, which was hoping to get an out call on that throwback. Good call by the umpire. Yeah, Phillips took about four steps towards second before deciding not to go and almost wandered off too far. Two and one the count now to Borger. Takes low and in. It's three and one. Short lead for Phillips. Pitches called strike at the belt. Full count. Two outs. Phillips will be on the run. Gooch backs up behind him. Maybe he'll throw over. (laughs) There goes Phillips. There's a 3-2 pitch. There's a fly ball in the shallow right. And it's going to get down, but foul. Zito kind of kind of pulled up yeah. on that one. Yeah, he took a he took a chance. I, I thought he could catch that one. It only hit a couple of feet foul. Well, the thing is, if it hits foul, no harm, no foul. Dive, see what happens. No pun intended. <laughs> no, yeah, no pun intended. 
It's just odd to see him pull up on it when. So another 3-2 pitch coming to Borgert. Here it is. Swung on and hit foul. Here we go. <laughs> right side. <laughs> the full count has been troublesome for Hicks. Three, two, up and in, ball four. Not only that, Clayton, Clayton out there getting his sprints in. He moves down to second. Second walk of the inning. Back to the top of the order, Miles Cook. He's 0 for 2 with a walk. Well, he had a big hit in game number one. How about coming up with another one right here? I feel it. Called strike. That one's right through there with the fastball, 0-1. How many times through the lineup are they? How many times have they seen the pitcher? Well, well this, this is his third. One, this is Hicks, the reliever. Oh, so that's this right. Is the first time, first time he's seen him. him. Oh, one catches the corner with a breaking ball. Oh, and two. He's a good two strike hitter, so. Here's the 0-2 pitch. Called strike three, fastball right through there. Froze Miles Cook, and that's out number three in the sixth. The Bison get a couple of walks. Leave them stranded. We go to the seventh. Southern Union trailing at three to two. Since 1892, the Randolph Leader has been the local news source in Randolph County. You can find it all in the Randolph Leader, including local news, community events, and of course, high school sports. Get the Leader sent to your mailbox each week or subscribe to our e-edition by calling 334-863-2819 or visiting therandolphleader.com. Chances are someone you know is in the Leader this week. Subscribe today and find out who it is. Husqvarna's end-of-season clearance sale is on, and it's time to get the best for less. You may not be celebrating the end of summer, but your local Husqvarna dealer is giving you a reason to smile. Pick up the latest innovations and get Husqvarna's legendary power and performance for less. Enjoy great savings on select inventory, expert advice, and superior service that will keep your Husqvarna equipment operating at peak performance all season long. Hurry in. This sale is on for a limited time at participating Husqvarna dealers. Visit Meadows Farm Equipment, 85 County Road 811 in Weedowie or MeadowsFarmEquipment.com. <laughs> New pitcher for Southern Union. Right-hander Aiden Siandra, who's worked his way into some meaningful innings out of the bullpen. Siandra making his fifth appearance. No record. Six innings pitched. Six hits allowed, two walks, six strikeouts. So the experience limited for Siandra, but as I said, he's performed well in those limited outings. And some of the other guys that have 
been the bullpen guys have not been getting the job done. So Siandra is getting a shot here. First pitch to Kobe Johnson. Foul tipped into the mid. It's 0-1. Johnson, Dew, and Gooch. Dew up in the seventh. Siandra just missed. And that evens the count at 1-1. Usher out to talk with his pitcher. Pitcher's covering his mouth with his gloves so the camera doesn't pick up what he's saying. That's right. <laughs> we know they're watching over in the <laughs> cack dugout. <laughs> one and one to count. I, I'm curious what that conversation was. There may have been a mix-up on pitch. what the pitch was. I think that's probably the sign. Swung on and fouled out of play. It's one and two. When I was in high school, I couldn't see the catcher's fingers at night. So we had to. That pitch is low and away. He painted paint his fingernails like they do well, now? Well, we tried that, and I could, still couldn't see them. I couldn't tell how many there were. This was <laughs> that's, a, that's a counting problem, dude. <laughs> so, so we went to a, a system of, of just a fist, an open hand, and wiggle the fingers. I had three pitches. I've seen them go to the, to the face mask. Right, and, the, the signals. You know, chest protector. But that was the only way I could see it at night. Hit in the air to center. Cook barely had to move, makes the catch. One out in the seventh. I remember one game, Jamie Hancock was catching. Adam remembers Jamie. Yeah. I couldn't see the signals. He just started holding them over his, <laughs> over his head. Throw the fastball. <laughs> oh, that's what I was fixing to say. Did you ever come to us? I'm fixing to throw number one. <laughs> Called strike to Zachary Do. Well, you know you're getting it done when you say, here, I'm going to throw you this. Good luck. Here's the 0-1 pitch. Fouled out of play. 0-2. Sanders coming in. Throwing strikes. That's the key. You love to see it. Adam and I did softball doubleheader where Southern Union pitchers in two games issued over 20 walks. Ooh. And you just you, you beat your head on the table sometimes with that kind of lack of control. The 0-2 fouled out of play. But to the Lady Bison's credit in game two, uh, they came away with a big win. Pitched by committee. Yeah, and that's that really kind of was the amazing thing of that. You walk away from a game in which you, you issued 11, 12 walks, and you win the ball game. You know, that's that, – you talk about finding a way 
They did it in that ball game. Swing and a miss. It's in the dirt. Usher's going to have to jump out in front of the plate and throw him out. He does. And two up, two down here in the seventh. Because, I mean, you know, what, a couple of weekends ago when we were up there, Lawson State, and they went to the bullpen. A lot of balls, a lot of walks. And it set up that. And it, and it set up a loss. Set up that rally. Set up for a loss. But those strikes. Like, even the best hitters don't get it, but like three out of ten times. <laughs> That's exactly right. And we're not saying that these people don't want to throw strikes. No. You know, it's just sometimes it is just the ability to do so rather than the mentality. But there is a there is an element of that, too. If you're not confident in yourself and in your pitches and your ability to get people out, you try you, to be too fine. That's right, and you're not going to be as bold as throw uh, to to throw the ball in the strike zone. Sandra is right now the opposite of that. Yes, is, exactly. Has he, he is, thrown a ball? He is challenging these hitters. I don't think he's thrown a ball since he, he's been in here. He's pounding the strike zone. One, one ball, one ball, and he's got an 0-2 count on Gooch, who's one for three, had an RBI single in the fifth. And he hits one in the air to left. Spivey ranging towards center. He makes the catch. And Siandra gets him one, two, three in the seventh. The Bison got to get the bats working. They trail it by one as we go to the bottom half of inning number seven. The Car Clinic, Main Street, downtown Roanoke. Their motto, you pay and we spray it. Open seven days a week, 9 a.m. until the last car is gone. Get your car, truck, or SUV cleaned by the professionals at the car clinic on Main Street in Roanoke. Make your ride look like it just came off the showroom floor. Seven days a week, you paying, we spraying from the car clinic. H&M Drugs, where we know you by name, is Wadawi's hometown pharmacy. For over 40 years, we've been taking care of the community with fast, friendly service. H&M Drugs accepts most insurance plans, offers a full line of vaccinations and durable medical equipment like wheelchairs, beds, lift chairs, diabetic shoes, oxygen, and more. Don't forget to check out our newly redone gift department where we offer free gift wrapping. We are open Monday through Friday, 8 until 6, and Saturday, 8 until 4. H&M Drugs, 146 Village Lane with Dowie, Alabama. New pitcher for the Trojans. Third pitcher of this game is Andrew Gates, the right-hander. He's got a 1-0 record in 12 previous appearances, a 491 ERA, 14 and two-thirds innings pitched. Eight hits allowed, four walks, ten strikeouts. And Gates is in there instead of Slade James. Slade James, the closer for this team, has six saves, but he pitched six innings in relief in game number one in that extra inning contest. So and This guy's not from the eastern seaboard. Yep, he's, he's from, from Texas. Rusk, Texas. No, I didn't ask Coach Thomas about that. How he got somebody from Texas. He and his he aunt and, lives in Maine. No, he and Nolan Ryan are uh, – no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Good story, though. He throws hard, fastball. 
Taken for a strike, it's 0-1. To Thomas Collins leading off the seventh. The Bison need one to tie, two to win. They trail it three to two. Pitch is up and away, it's one and one. Been a perfect day for baseball though, guys. This has been fun, even though it was long. Grounder to first, foul ball. That last hop looked like it hit right on the line, and then it went past the bag foul. Well, the home plate umpire is the one that called it foul, so. He did, too. Did, did the. Yeah. I was watching the, the field umpire. He raised his hands also. Swing and a miss. Collins goes down on strikes to start the seventh. He got blown away by a high fastball there. Casey Clark will be the batter. Clark won for three in this one. He had a single back in the third. Swings at the first pitch, fouls it out of play on the left side. 0-1 to Clark. And these two same teams going to turn around tomorrow afternoon at 1 o'clock over in Ellick City and uh, play another doubleheader. Grounded towards first. Gooch has it. Steps on the bag, and that's two outs in the seventh. Bison down to their last at bat in game two. Well, we've said it a lot this season. Last three outs, the hardest to get. So far, Gates making it look easy. Spivey takes inside for ball one. Spivey one for two. He's singled and been hit by a pitch. Takes low for ball two, two and oh. Swung on and hit back up the middle and into center field for a base hit. And the Bison still have life here in the seventh. Still a heartbeat. Braves and Phillies tied, top of the six, five apiece. And if anybody can win this ball game with one swing of the bat, it's Austin Brewer. He's been held in check in this one. 0 for 3, fly to right, grounded out twice. So he's due. Low and away, ball one. Gates wants a new baseball. He gets it. The 1-0. Big cut. Didn't get it. It's one ball, one strike. And guys, he was uh, swinging for the walk-off there. One-one pitch, another big cut. He was out in front of it. And it's one and two. The Bison down to their last strike. 
The 1-2 pitch. Swing and a miss. Spivey strikes out. That ends the game. Gates gets the save. And the Bison lose it 3-2. But it's a split of the doubleheader after Southern Union won the first one in 13 innings. And we will come back and wrap things up from Southern Union right after this. Hey, folks, let me tell you about Farm Boys Cafe in Roanoke. Open 7 a.m. to 8 p.m. Monday through Saturday, serving breakfast all day long. Specializing in our smoked meats, barbecue, barbecue chicken, pork ribs, and meatloaf. Daily specials Monday through Friday. Everything a la carte. Sides are all a dollar each. A family-owned and operated business offering free delivery of two or more orders. Don't forget the wings, hot or mild, only 50 cents each. Farm Boys Cafe, 1037 Main Street in Roanoke. Call in or text your order to 832-580-3581. Well, Southern Union splits a doubleheader with Central Alabama. They win the first game in 13 innings, 4-3. to three, Lose game number two, 3-2. Two. And you'll take it if you're Southern Union. You certainly obviously want to win them, win them all. But as opposed to the worst-case scenario, you, you get the split and you get to go to Alex City tomorrow with a chance to win the series still. So the Bison are now – let me get the records – Where's my sheet? 11 and 11 in the division. 22 and 16 overall. And still a game ahead of Central Alabama. That's what the split does for you. Keeps you right where you started. So, what else you got, fellas? These two teams play tomorrow at 1 o'clock over in uh, Ellick City. Uh, Check our Facebook page. Probably uh, we got some scheduling conflicts. Probably won't be able to uh, pull that one off. But uh, the Lady Bison will play uh, the same or CAC softball team on Tuesday 2 and 4 at Ellick City as well. Uh, and we are planning to have coverage of that Tuesday afternoon. All right. And then we'll be back for uh, Thursday, Saturday next week. And uh, I don't believe I brought my spreadsheet with me. But uh, let's see here. I can look right here. Uh, baseball next Thursday afternoon on April the 15th uh, against Calhoun College right here. Uh, scheduled on the uh, schedule at 3 o'clock. Check our Facebook page for that. And then uh, softball will play Calhoun on Saturday right here in Wadley, Alabama. All right. That's going to do it for a long day from Southern Union. The, the Bison win one, lose one. And we'll be back on the air, as Adam said. More than likely Tuesday at 2. Tuesday at 2 with softball. Thank you for watching, listening from wherever you are today with us on iSchool Sports Network. I'm Tim Altork for Adam Slay, Lon Hurst. Y'all have a pleasant evening.